The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Cleveland Clinic, ranked number one in the nation in heart care, 24 years in a row, according to U.S. News and World Report. More information is available at clevelandclinic.org slash rankings. Good morning. I'm James Hellman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, August 24th. In today's news, the National Enquirer stored documents about Trump's hush money payments in a safe. The president asked his lawyers if he can pardon Paul Manafort. And the Australian prime minister is ousted by his own party for trying to address climate change. But first, the big idea. Donald Trump's own lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, publicly disagreed with his client's suggestion Thursday that it maybe ought to be illegal for, quote, flippers to get plea deals in exchange for their testimony. In an exchange with Fox News that aired Thursday morning, Trump complained about his longtime former attorney, Michael Cohen, pleading guilty to eight felonies in a plea deal that named the president as an unindicted co-conspirator. He also praised his former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, for not cooperating with special counsel, Bob Mueller. Here's the president on Fox. And one of the reasons I respect Paul Manafort so much is he went through that trial. You know, they make up stories. People make up stories. This whole thing about uh, flipping, they call it. I know all about flipping for 30, 40 years. I've been watching flippers. Everything's wonderful. And then they get 10 years in jail and they, they flip on whoever the next highest one is or as high as you can go. That was not the only fallout from a 12 minute interview on Fox and Friends. Attorney General Jeff Sessions, who's kept a stiff upper lip as the president repeatedly humiliated him over the past 18 months, forcefully responded to Trump questioning his loyalty and effectiveness. Here's what Trump said. It's a very, very sad day. Jeff Sessions recused himself, which he shouldn't have done, or he should have told me. Even my enemies say that Jeff Sessions should have told you that he was going to recuse himself and then you wouldn't have put him in. He took the job. And then he said, I'm going to recuse myself. I said, what kind of a man is this? Sessions released a statement saying he is, quote, in full control of the Justice Department, adding, while I am attorney general, the actions of the Department of Justice will not be improperly influenced by political considerations. And even though Trump's unlikely to be indicted because of longstanding DOJ policy that says a president cannot be indicted, Many experts believe Trump inadvertently confessed to breaking campaign finance laws with his latest account of how he reimbursed Cohen for paying hush money so that two of his alleged mistresses would stay silent before the 2016 election. Here's Trump's exchange on Fox. Those two counts aren't even a crime. They weren't campaign finance. Did did you know about the payments? Uh, Later on, I knew. Campaign finance experts note that you're not allowed to use personal money for something to help the campaign like this at least without disclosing it, which Trump did not initially do. All in all, it was Trump's most problematic sit-down since he told NBC's Lester Holt last year that the Russia investigation was on his mind when he fired Jim Comey as FBI director, and that an official recommendation from the Justice Department was only a pretext for doing so. It's another reminder of why Trump's legal team has become so determined to stop Mueller from getting access to the president. Specifically, they're demanding that questions related to potential obstruction of justice be off limits in any presidential interview. Trump's lawyers say they're afraid Mueller will lay a perjury trap. But the Fox hit shows Trump doesn't need to be coaxed like some bear in the backwoods of Maine with donuts. 
He's perfectly capable of getting himself entangled in legal and political jeopardy without prompting. Trump's newsworthy remarks on Fox, for instance, came in response to softball questions from host Ainsley Earhart. Among them, what grade would the president give himself for the job he's doing? I would honestly give myself an A+. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, federal prosecutors have granted immunity to the chief executive and publisher of the company that owns the National Enquirer in exchange for his testimony about Cohen and Trump's personal involvement in the hush money payments. The charging documents in Cohen's plea deal showed David Pecker and his company, American Media, which owns the Enquirer, were more deeply involved in the effort to help the Trump campaign than was previously known. The documents say that Pecker assured Cohen he would help deal with rumors related to Trump's relationships with women by identifying potentially damaging stories for them and, when necessary, buying the silence of the women who wanted to tell them. People familiar with the arrangement tell the AP that the Inquirer kept a safe containing documents on hush money payments and stories that it had killed for Trump. Pecker removed the documents from the safe weeks before Trump's inauguration in fear that they could be used against him. It's unclear where the documents are now, or if the feds have them. They also might have been destroyed. The Inquirer's efforts extended way beyond the 2016 campaign. Former employees say that negative stories about Trump were dead on arrival, dating back more than a decade, back to when he starred on NBC's reality show, The Apprentice. Number two, Rudy Giuliani tells the Washington Post that the president recently sought advice from his legal team on potentially pardoning Manafort and other aides who have been ensnared in Mueller's investigation. Trump's lawyers convinced him to wait, at least for now. Inside the West Wing, aides are trying to keep Trump from even discussing this matter. Chief of Staff John Kelly, White House Counsel Don McGahn, and Attorney Emmett Flood are all strongly opposed. Giuliani says the conversation about pardoning came up earlier in the summer. He says the president ultimately agreed granting pardons to those in an ongoing investigation wouldn't be wise at the moment. In part, that's because those people could then not take the Fifth Amendment and refuse to answer questions about things that Trump told them. Some experts have argued that Trump could expose himself to more legal danger by issuing pardons because Mueller's examining the president's own conduct and whether he sought to obstruct justice. Number three, Australian Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull has been ousted from power by his own party in a dispute over reducing greenhouse gas emissions. Turnbull, a centrist, wanted to reduce emissions of greenhouse gases in the law as part of Australia implementing the Paris Climate Accord from 2015. But conservative members of his party prefer coal power plants over renewable energy. They threatened to vote against his plan in parliament, triggering a political crisis that rapidly escalated into a leadership challenge. Turnbull remained defiant at a farewell news conference as he recapped the circumstances of his departure. It was... Uh... It was extraordinary. It was described as madness by many, and I think it's uh, difficult to describe it in any other way. Analysts say the increasing polarization of political debate in Australia is reflective of the political climate in democracies around the world, including America's. It's made it harder for centrist leaders like Turnbull to govern. He was replaced by the country's treasurer, Scott Morrison. Morrison is the fourth prime minister in five years a period of political instability Australia has not experienced since the early 1900s. And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, August 24th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday.